0: another great day in barrel racer land here folks and uh welcome to the horse Bar <laughs> podcast <laughs> we are just explaining the song to steph w because she's never <laughs> heard it before uh it's I hope you all have heard the song Barrel Racer <laughs> Land. If not, you should
1: look it up on Spotify if you need a good laugh. Oh, it's hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, s- that's not what barrel raisings actually like.
0: No, no, definitely not. But a really, really funny one. But yeah, so Nadine here with Steph H and Steph W. Guys, we really need, like, nicknames. Yeah. We
2: really need nicknames. <laughs>
0: yeah. I mean, I got Diener, but you, like, well, no, Steph was actually, Steph W was at a jackpot. Yeah. And when when she was entering the lady was like are you the h or the w so maybe we got the h and the w we're going to have to uh, oh, maybe man. do that I don't know.
1: <laughs> uh, but we are super excited to officially announce with uh, the three of us here yes. that we have our first affiliation and uh, sponsor technically
0: yeah and that's with level up apparel it, and i love her clothes yes. uh she's got her leopard hats. print yeah yes. she's got leopard print she's got aztec she's got cactuses and she also has like classic Just nice, like, like simple solid lips. colors yeah, yeah and like super stylish i know we got some stuff coming in the mail again and we already made our first order so it was mm-hmm. beautiful things and she has like nice vests and jackets and hoodies and all about rodeo and and, yeah. and barrel racing and she also has a really really cool youtube channel uh Steph H really like was so zoned into like following her <laughs> and like she really well no you oh, no cuz yeah you you followed her since day 1 didn't you? Yeah, I yes. think so. Yeah, I'm pretty sure I started following her YouTube when she had like a
1: few hundred followers on there and I just loved it like it's super real just about like her life bringing along her horses and mm-hmm. then she does have a pretty incredible story too and um I think, like, that's where Level Up probably came from. Like, her tagline there is Level Up, Be Better, Be
0: Stronger. Mm -hmm. And, um, yeah, she's definitely the living image of that. And that's awesome. And now we got some really cool clothes to uh, represent. represent. And we have – so we do have a discount code.
1: Oh, yeah. So you can get 10% off at um, Level Up Apparel if you use the code HORSEPOUR. All one word. Yep. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no so spaces.
2: go get yourself
0: a leopard print hat.
2: Yeah. <laughs> Join the club. Or there, yeah. there's so many options. Yeah, there's honestly. so many.
0: <laughs>
2: and something really cool. I don't know if you all are fans of Top Gear. But I just found out she was on an episode a while ago. We
0: actually posted it on <laughs> yeah. our Facebook, and it's hilarious. It's hilarious. They yeah. call her a cowboy girl. <laughs> <laughs> and I, yeah, I love how like their super expensive cars are like getting stuck, and like, I know I, they're yeah.
2: like, okay, maybe horses are better. <laughs>
0: yeah. yeah.
1: So they race the horse, like a barrel pattern on the horse, yeah. against uh, these fancy cars. Yeah. yeah, and it's rather entertaining. I think we did the one it. guy at yeah. the end,
2: his some goes wrong with his car, and he's like at Pittering. a snail's pace yeah. going
0: out the arena he's like oh no <laughs> uh, yeah that's awesome yeah <laughs> it's, super it's so funny. funny so we actually posted a story um uh, yesterday and then we're recording the next day and it was uh just asking you guys the listeners mm-hmm. uh, questions that you want us to answer about ourselves so steph h is going to be reading those off here and we're going to just answer them um and yeah Hopefully it goes well. Yes. All right. So starting it off, uh, Shelly J. Taylor, she says all of it. She's loving the podcast. Well, we love you and thank you. For yes. that. Thank you so much. <laughs> the more positive energy that's coming yeah. out our way. It's awesome. It makes it worth actually, using this as a Mm full-time job
1: (laughs) (laughs) yes we've been here for like five hours today, and i
0: think what we have four or five group chats with just us three with different topics don't stop like
2: we have to be like hey guys i'm off for a couple hours (laughs) i'm not gonna answer (laughs) yeah Yeah. can't stop won't stop
1: yeah (laughs) uh so this one's a really good one danica asked when starting out or getting back into it at an older age how do you overcome judgment or fear um I like this question because mm-hmm. I feel like a lot of people do think like, oh, you know, everyone's watching me, this and that. <laughs> yeah. this, this this game, like, it should be your own race between, like, you and the horse. Like, I was just telling the girls earlier, like, I just try to focus on, like, okay, I was at that one arena. I ran a 15 there last time. If I can run a 10th or two faster mm-hmm. than a 15 like, I'm happy. I don't really care, you know, too much about anything else or what anyone else is, is
0: doing. Yeah. And you know yeah. what? Like, say – Def H, I didn't know you. And I saw you ran a 15-4, four jackpots down the road. I'm not going to remember what your time Mm -hmm. was. I'm just going to say, wow, that girl had a really nice run. I'm not comparing like your past runs or your before Mm -hmm. runs. So you have to remember, people aren't looking into it that much, I don't think. No. Um, And I had a lot of anxiety Uh, when I was living in Pinocchio. I would literally load my horse up, go to a jackpot, look around and see all the people there that I didn't know and everyone that was running so good i wouldn't even take my horse out of the trailer you guys i would oh, just really? go home like i yeah. and I, I didn't tell I, I haven't told anyone that story mm-hmm. before but i literally wouldn't i would just look around and i'm like i can't do this mm-hmm. like i don't know these girls like i'm small town like northern alberta like no one i didn't horse with anyone and i was so scared don't be afraid to ask like lots of the like pros not
2: even pros like amateurs like everyone's willing to help usually exactly if you just
0: ask like I'm sure they would be more than willing and you you know what every and you're gonna make that friend group Mm -hmm. um Danica is part of our friend group and I remember the first one that she had on tests and then the runs that she's having now she won a rodeo and it was her first year (laughs) like Mm -hmm. unbelievable and you know your friends are going to be so proud of you. Like, Mm -hmm. doesn't matter like where you are or what you're doing. If you're in that arena, people are going to be proud of you Mm -hmm. and you got to be easy on yourself.
1: You might be bringing along a young horse, so you might not even be close to the 3d or like, you know, you're just starting a horse on the pattern. Like every horse and every rider is at a totally different spot. And And
0: honestly
2: though, like, even those people that maybe are judging you or whatever, like honestly, who knows what's going on in their life. They might be having a bad day. Mm -hmm. Maybe they need someone to talk to or someone to encourage them. So even like those people, don't be afraid to go up to them and encourage them.
0: Exactly. And I used to be one of those people that whenever there was a negative comment, I'd really take it to heart. And I owe (laughs) this a lot to my friend Shelby, but she's like, just kill them with kindness, man. Like, don't yeah. get worked mm-hmm. up. like, don't get mad. Just kill them with kindness. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, what the hell are you talking about? But it now, might, like, <laughs> yeah, you know, and yeah. it might be something they need and something you need. And no, yeah, maybe yeah. they're just having a bad day. You know what? Maybe mm-hmm. they heard a story that you were talking bad about her or, yeah. and even though you never did, like, yeah. it's yeah. easy
1: to just be like, Hey, like, you know i don't know if, i don't know if we got off on a tangent there she just kind of said like
0: <laughs> how to overcome judgment but oh. i think no i, I th- think we nailed it yeah yeah you yeah. Just, gotta just gotta remember
1: you're in your own game yeah you're in your own, own
0: race a- and if you're happy with what you're doing then man all the power yeah. to you Yeah,
2: and yeah. even like when you're looking at other people and their horses and you're like oh man they're doing this but i'm not doing this like that's their horse and and they were there before yeah, no one's perfect. Like you all have different things you're going through and different yeah. horses need different things. So Totally. Mm-hmm. So don't be worried just if you're not doing something this other
0: is doing. Just keep moving and mm-hmm. just keep going. And if you're with negative people, surround yourself with more positive.
1: Yeah. Bam. All right. <laughs> tack, love, and hate.
3: Uh,
0: Ooh. This Ooh. this is <laughs> a topic I've been wanting to talk about <laughs> is tack. Um, so with my mare, she was a little bit hard to fit for a saddle. I've tried everything. I've I, th- I think between Steph W, Steph H and Megan <laughs> Blay, you guys have every single type of posy. There was a number 10 tree, there was the what else did you guys have? That's the standard, uh, the wide fit, like all mm-hmm. those different types. Right? I had a couple too. I'm yeah, i yeah. Yeah. And I think I threw cash, like every single one on cash, never fitter. Uh tried the custom Irvines never fitter loved riding in that saddle though uh, i had a martin didn't fit her mm-hmm. <laughs> like nothing fit except for my corianni and it's nice because it's the cheapest one and i could custom make it i think i got the whole thing custom made in black and really mm-hmm. cool for 1600 dollars mm-hmm. with the exchange so i i do really like that saddle the only thing i would say i don't love Is the inlaid stirrups. I got it because it looked badass. And I'm like, oh, that is so cool. But, and I thought my feet can go a lot further Mm -hmm. forward so I can really sit down. I didn't think that because, like, the inlay, that my feet could go further back. So I find myself, like, my feet kind of go a little bit behind me when I'm trying to stand up. That's the only thing I have. Fits my horse great. Fits multiple horses great. Mm -hmm. And I really do like it. That's awesome. Yeah.
1: I don't know if I have any, like, love or hates. I mean, I love my posy that i'm riding in now um fits my horse fits me feels Mm -hmm. good something that i feel like i noticed a difference with um was when i got a hands bow stable rug i feel like my horse really likes that it's like the blue and white one Mm -hmm. yeah i put it on her and she ran like four tenths faster at the next day so i was like okay i like this
0: (laughs) (laughs) i yeah it wasn't you or megan that (laughs) lost yours I lost oh. my
1: Handswell cooling rug but I just ripped out the like um, front of my trailer and I found it.
0: Oh, but, so but
2: I have but a wait. cooler now too. Speaking <laughs> of Handswell was it at ABRA finals last year some girl had hers stolen <gasps> like brand new. Oh I saw off that. her horse I in saw the stall that. But then Hans Bo went and they gave her a new one I and like that, embroidered yeah. it for her. Oh, I was like, I that's amazing. That. Yeah. That's yeah. amazing. I'm d- I am was just thinking, okay, if someone tried to steal a blanket off Joe, they'd probably get a black eye from being kicked <laughs> in the face. <laughs> so yeah, yeah, that's true. Was <laughs> <coming to laughs> Joe's
0: like, you're not taking this for me. <laughs> yeah. yeah.
2: <laughs> anyway. <But laughs> then, yeah, like bits. Now I what just, what like, bit
0: do you run in Staff H?
1: Oh, I think it's like a Spur Up call. It's like a Dave Elliott. I don't know the exact model, but I think it's the Cassie Maori, some kind of spur up Cassie Maori. Yeah. I always like a three piece at least. I even, I do like the chain mouthpiece too. I mm-hmm. like a lot of break in the bit and like a horse being nice mm-hmm. and supple and soft
0: and stuff. Yeah. And then do you have a shoulder relief cinch too? Is that you that has it?
1: Yeah. 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 I've do, you like, to. do you, do you yeah. guys
0: notice a difference in it? I don't I know. Haven't I haven't th- noticed. Yeah. I don't like know. I have one of those air flows and I love it. Uh, yeah so i like mine but i yeah. don't know
2: i don't know if i'd say it's like made
0: an amazing difference life-changing mm-hmm. yeah 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 what pad do you and you had a corianne too yay hey?
1: i did yeah, yeah i like that one it fit my horse really good yeah and it it fit me pretty good too yeah definitely like mm-hmm. just a solid saddle yeah they're In- not affordable they're very or,
0: affordable yeah. or like
1: i've heard like rope saddles kid saddles like all that yeah. stuff yeah i
0: honestly think if they keep fitting my horses i'm just gonna be getting yeah. those without the inlay but mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm what about you? Stiff. Yeah, you have a cool saddle. <laughs> <laughs> you have some yeah. cool tack. <laughs> yeah, I've
2: got an usher. I c I kinda got that custom made. Like I um I sent in a mold. Mm-hmm. They they sent me a kit and I sent in a mold. Because so Joe is very sensitive if things don't fit her or whatever like you (laughs) You might get a dirt sandwich yeah (laughs) yeah oh my gosh yeah once I was riding her and she was just being crazy and I'm like this isn't typical like is this behavioral yeah and I'm like, no, this isn't right. Like anytime I'd go more than a trot, she would just flip out. Yeah. So I'm like, okay, got to check my tack. So I took it all off and I found a teeny little burr under, oh the, my God. <laughs> under the saddle pad, <laughs> took it off, and she was perfect. Oh, dear. Yeah, oh, that's yeah. funny. Yeah. But yeah, anyway, I don't know. I have my, my usher I really like. And I ride in five star pads. Yep. I've been using them for 10 years or more. And yeah. I just love them. So mm-hmm.
0: I remember sitting in a, a Usher saddle this summer at a jackpot. And I was like, this is dangerous. And I like <laughs> got out of it. And I was like, they're uh. so, <laughs> so yeah. nice. I, yeah. But I
2: was smart. I got mine during the Black
0: Friday sale. So it was oh, 25% off. Good tip there. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So what thickness of pad do you like?
2: Um, The one I use for Joe, because like, the saddle fits are really good, is 7 mm-hmm. eighths inch. Yeah that works really well um for my young ones i'm actually waiting for another saddle from usher it's the non-branded though the yeah. unbranded but so for the saddle right now i use a bit thicker pad because they're still quite a bit narrower than joe oh yeah yeah awesome. i think i have like the roper one i think that's one in a little a little over an inch i think so i think
0: yeah. so yeah yeah that's awesome and speaking yeah. of like the rest of your tack i just saw when i walked into your house today that you have a breast collar and a um head stall oh yeah i just got that from i'm excited to use
2: those (laughs) yeah yeah with the fringe let your fringe fly (laughs) (laughs) that's awesome Um, last
1: question here is what brand of trailers do you guys have and likes and dislikes
0: uh so i have i think it's a silver light and I think that sounds right. Yeah, it's a Silverlight. I got it a long time ago. It's a 05, and I'm going bri- to say it's for sale. Uh, if <laughs> someone, like, has a trailer, they want to trade, I'm, <laughs> I'm, like, actually in the market, for one. Uh, just because, um, well, me and my boyfriend, we both ride. We're going to need more than a two-horse plus. Like, I want to go down the road with my girlfriends. I want to be able to use my stuff, too, mm-hmm. so we're not always using everyone else's trailers. Um, so, yeah, I do have a two-horse. I really do like it. Um, I have a front-tack, rear-tack. Not a fan of the rear tack though. Like just in case, like you are trying to like tie a horse in the trailer and you're trying to get out. It's a little bit uh mm-hmm. tight. We had like a little trailer mishap. We can maybe talk about. <laughs> we'll talk episode. about that a different time. different time. <laughs> uh, that happened, and so it just kind of opened my eyes to trailer safety, yeah. mm-hmm. and that mm-hmm. is a big thing. Oh, that's a good topic. Maybe mm-hmm. it is. It is. We uh got a good wake up call on that this yeah. this week. That's for sure. <laughs> oh geez. What
2: about you, Steph? Um,
1: I have a feather light. I've had it for a while. It's a three horse gooseneck weekender. Pretty simple. Mm-hmm. I, I actually, I would totally get another featherlight trailer, like the rear tack. You can just completely remove it. I can take out all the dividers, like all the center pieces. So it's like fully stock trailer in the back. I can move the tack into the front. Um, I do love it. I mean, I'm dreaming of a living quarters, but maybe mm-hmm. one day.
0: I was gonna say, uh, your floor is pretty comfortable. I have slept on the floor, your trailer <laughs> yeah. and a saddle bed.
1: <laughs> Time or two. I'm revamping the front. I actually totally gutted it. So it's gonna be, I'm gonna put another That's bench exciting. so that if we do have to sleep like three people in there, like everyone can have a, a little cozy comfier. Spot. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
2: Yeah.
0: And you just got a new trailer, didn't you,
2: Seth? Yeah, w? so I've been using a three horse, what my dad calls a rattle trap. <laughs> 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 it's just a steel bumper pole. And I think we got that trailer like i don't know maybe 2000 or in the Me 90s and Megan or both had something. that trailer in high yeah. school too yeah same mean, trailer yeah so, oh my god <laughs> it's so nice um our parents I like mean, all shop together yeah or i think
0: so <laughs> sisterhood of the traveling yeah trailer.
2: <laughs> mine was like multi-purpose for the cows as well yeah so. yeah but um yeah i've just been making sure the floor is still good yeah. so as long as my horses don't fall through the floor it works yep um but yeah and then i would just sleep in my truck like at all the barrel races which also worked because we have a mega cab yeah lots of space
0: (laughs) i have slept in my truck probably for a full season before yeah Yeah. it works it does but yeah
2: i just recently like so excited got a used um four horse living quarters Mm -hmm. yeah
3: yeah yeah yeah. (laughs) so it's
2: it's actually getting, um, one of the, like a hoof grip flooring put in it this weekend. Nice. So then we won't have to use shavings and it'll just drain out nice. I'm so excited for that. Yeah. Um, and just, yeah, it, it needs a little bit of maintenance, but like not nothing major. Perfect. So yeah, that's going to be what I'm going to be using this summer. <laughs> nice.
0: Sweet. Yeah. I mean, and we're going to be using, yeah, this
2: summer. <laughs> we're all going to be using and it's nice. Like it's wider. So it goes like the walls go beyond like. Over to the, the wheel outside wheels. of the wheel wells mm-hmm. so yeah. it's just it's huge in there like the horses are gonna be so comfy perfect yeah that's awesome
0: is that it for questions or uh that weeks? that so? was
2: all for questions yeah. Yeah. do you guys have yeah. anything
0: they wanted you want to touch on that we didn't touch on oh
2: that's awesome i think um, that's pretty good
0: yeah i just wanted to say one quick thing real yeah. quick just in case cool everyone wants to get into this but all the tack that i use that's not my saddle he actually custom made so his head oh, my head stall cool. my my breast coll- uh, actually we didn't decide to do a breast collar we decided to do a pulling collar instead just mm-hmm. so it's sitting a little bit higher yeah instead of a breast collar lower on her shoulders mm-hmm. just to free up but that's just personal preference yeah but um, if you ever do see me on a jackpot and you see my tack and you like something let me know and i can get you to make it like mm-hmm. or get him to make it for you and whatnot we i do have a cool head still, or our halter that says bad bitch on it too <laughs> i just posted so uh if anyone wants anything let he me know he made that too hey yeah he, yeah. Ma- yeah he makes everything everyone's like oh i like that thing i'm like cool I made it like <laughs> <laughs> that's cool pretty handy handy cool. dandy. yeah cool all right guys we are so excited to bring you carly christensen she is a super stakes for charity and derby champion Her barrel and cutting lifetime earnings surpass $125,000. On the cutting side, she has been in the world top 15. She has competed in the Calgary Futurity Non-Pro Finals twice. Carly works alongside her family and together they own and operate classic performance horses who have been showing and training for generations. She is a great competitor in and out of the arena. let's welcome Carly Christensen.
4: Hey Carly, how's it going?
0: Hey, I'm good. How are
4: you guys? Good. We're good, thanks. Yeah, thanks for having me on. I'm super excited.
0: Yeah, and thank you so much for being so <laughs> flexible. Yeah. We've had a little bit of a crazy week here with the Horse Poor <laughs> Tribe. Uh, yeah. so I've heard. Yeah. Some people
3: are missing some
4: fingers. <laughs> yeah, missing some fingers.
0: <laughs> okay. Not that any of us, but one of the boyfriends, uh... <laughs> just didn't tie a horse yeah. very correctly in the trailer and off they went. <laughs> little, it was a little bit traumatic for some of us. Yeah, we had some uh some trouble sleeping at night. But and it was and honestly like that horse was such a sweetheart. Yeah. Like that horse has never pulled back and it was a client horse so it, it kind of sucks when it's like not one of your mm-hmm. own, right? Yeah. And uh he's never had an issue really with the trailer and then just backed up in the wrong place at the wrong time and yeah. Oh, no. Gave us nightmares. Yep. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. In typical
1: horse podcast fashion, uh, we like to start it off with a little bit of background for our listeners. Um, so, can you just tell us a little bit about how you started riding in the first place?
4: Um, i've I've been riding. Everyone, everyone kind of says it, but literally since I could. Mm-hmm. Um, I know my mom. My mom on cranky days will say, "I was loping pregnant <laughs> before oh, wow. you were even born. Before you even born, I was I was put to work on the horses. So, yeah, awesome. um, but yeah, I mean, I grew up having ponies and then stealing my parents' good back horses. And yeah, pretty much as soon as I could saddle my own horse, no one else was allowed to saddle it. <laughs> it was only me. Oh, wow. I did my whole thing. No one interrupt me." So yeah, really, really young. I'd probably say two. Oh wow! So, so yeah. you were you yeah. were born
1: into it then?
4: Yeah. Oh yeah, for sure.
1: Mm-hmm. So can you um, tell us a little bit about your family operation that you guys have there?
4: Yeah. So it's um, it's kind true when we say family business. It's family run. It's just mm-hmm. me and my dad and my mom and my little sister. Oh, that's awesome! Um, yeah. Yeah, we have we have had some really great employees over the past. 10 years that have helped a lot but for the last few it's just it's been just us um yeah we're class performance horses we're loaded we're located just west of Sony plain about 10 minutes Okay. um so yeah just west of Edmonton area I feel like I'm so up north but then I think of where you guys are <laughs> and I'm
3: like
0: no yeah, what? no you're not, <laughs> not, not. Oh, I wow. cannot
4: call myself northern not to you guys
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's crazy like, even when I moved up here I'm like where am I like <laughs> am I?
3: Yeah. people
1: live up lots here of people think Edmonton's north yeah
4: yeah, yeah no, I feel know Um, But anyway, so my dad is Lauren Christensen. He's been training for over 35 years. Like, he's definitely one of my heroes. Um, He's Uh actually in the Canadian Cutting Horse Hall of Fame um, rider. He was inducted last year. He was also inducted in the Canadian Supreme Hall of Fame, which Canadian Supreme was a show that had the cutting, the cow horse, and the reining for years and years and years. And unfortunately, it was actually last year. It's the first year they canceled it. Mm -hmm. Um, but it was, it was still a really cool honor to receive that. Um, but yeah, in general, we train fraternity and aged event horses. Um, we can show horses too. Um, but we're really committed to helping our non-pro and amateur riders and clients that we have. Mm -hmm. Um, my dad is a great teacher. Same with my mom. All of us really like to help out and kind of lift each other up and, um, help our non-pros reach their goals and stuff. And um, we also take in the odd tenning horses <laughs> for okay, tune-ups okay. And, and some sorters and some cow horse and rainers. Um, actually, when my parents first started this, the uh, the cow horse was way more popular. They were actually training a lot more cow horses than cutters. So then, kind of over the years, it just shifted, and mm-hmm. now we definitely have a lot more cutters. But we would still take the odd cow horse in for a tune-up or a or whatever it may be. And then I just got into barrels
0: about five years ago. Okay. and now i've been doing that so. well you made your name uh, well known in the barrel industry yeah. that's for sure really quick
3: <laughs>
4: yeah well i definitely didn't expect
0: um such a success on the first one i
4: trained so i was that whether that was a fluke or meant to be i don't know but super thankful <laughs> anyway
2: that's yeah. awesome well it's a lot of
0: hard work and a lot of talent that oh, goes yeah. into that that's mm-hmm. for sure
2: so for yeah. myself and those of our listeners that don't know that much about the cutting world can you walk us through how a competition works compared to barrel jackpots from loping
4: down in the warm-ups to entering the show ring? Um, yeah, for sure. So the cutting definitely has a lot more rules um, than the barrel races do. I remember going to my first barrel jackpot. I was like, whoa. Anyone can ride any horse and like what what is this? Like I was like, my biggest thing to tackle is just learning the D system, like that's it. Oh that's what I have to learn. And like it was it was daunting, I won't mind. Terrible yeah. math. So it was a little difficult. I think
2: we all but struggle I, with that. I don't even <laughs> try. I'm like, I'll find out eventually. Yeah. Yeah, yeah.
4: I'll just look at the results Yeah. Um, but the cutting. So there's the, open to, there's the open classes, they're called. They're just open to the world. Anyone can enter on any horse owned by anybody. Um, then they have limited uh, open horse classes. So, for example, like a 25,000 novice horse or a 5,000 novice horse would be any horse who's won under 25,000 can go mm-hmm. into the 25,000 novice horse class. Um, usually those are trainer classes, the open classes. Um, and then we have the non-pros, and the non-pro is just short, obviously, for non-professional. Um, you have to own your own horse, or your horse has to be owned by immediate family, or say you're married to a trainer or something.
3: Mm-hmm.
4: Oh, wow. um, yeah, so they're, they're, and they're very, very strict on that. Um, you can work for a trainer, too. Yeah, like you can work, be married, and be related, and show the horse. It just has to be owned by someone in that hmm. vicinity. But in the amateurs, um, amateur is considered you've won less than fifty thousand in uh, NCHA earnings, um, and you can't have worked for a trainer before, and you can't be married to one. Um, oh, wow! I'm,
0: I'm, 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 isn't it? It's yeah, so, that is crazy. So, so coming from that, the rules sound outdated, so almost, almost like, yeah. like old old school yeah. or something. <laughs> How do they know? Oh, <laughs> they do they have up. like sky like spies? Around. they they
4: know you know people people talk and it's that's true. winning on a horse that's like oh well I know she worked for a trainer so and so many years ago you know it's yeah. oh my goodness. social media these yeah. days too is just another it's, way for people to find out yeah mm-hmm. oh yeah exactly Can't. um yeah so basically there's just a bunch of different classes that run throughout the day and the herd settles take about a half hour depending how big the classes are and um yeah loping they definitely take a lot more warm up usually i mean it's, it's it varies on the horse mm-hmm. like if, if the horse is better going in a little fresh on the cows then you wouldn't lope them as long but majority of them are loped for an hour at least and oh my when goodness when i say lope yeah.
0: when i say lope
4: uh, loped is just kind of the slang term like lope just is that can be jogging oh, okay jogging, <laughs> warming and, up. Yeah. like it's not yeah, just like an up. hour warm it's, up it's yeah Rate blowing. Yeah. And that would, that would be very excessive. Some of them need it though. I won't mind. Yeah. I've had a few over. I'm like, holy crap, I could love this thing for three hours. <laughs> <laughs> oh my. It still would come up to 10. Yeah. <laughs>
2: yeah that's mm-hmm. just so different from barrels like with my mare I lope maybe two circles each way and then the rest is mostly walking just to warm up her muscles and everything mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh,
3: yeah
2: yeah well
4: that's also what I'm like you know hey this is this is pretty nice like a 10 minute warm-up
0: yeah. versus,
3: <laughs> versus an hour I
4: mean,
0: I mean heck some girls just show good. up like throw their saddles on and <laughs> head right into the arena that, that happens exactly. yeah, <laughs> yeah. That happened yeah. to us this summer and we were running behind and I got piled on the way home. After yeah, the we ride, have uh, it on video. It's <laughs> pretty good. Oh my God. Uh, yeah. yeah. So how do you like to start your colts? Do a lot of them get horse, uh, cow horse training before being started on the pattern?
4: Um, we start our colts all the same. Um, there's no, there's no really difference. I mean, once mm-hmm. they're riding, um, solid on their own the barrel horses or the running bred horses I get them pattern on the poles first before I would do anything um oh, okay. I, also, I work them on the flag and stuff too um just it's just to get them broke like we start them all the same you know getting them halter broke from when they're weanlings you know just being around them um getting them used to you lunging tying them to the patient's post you know yeah, yeah. where they can <laughs> where they can throw a fit and yeah. pull back and not not get hung up and stuff. Um mm-hmm. we're also big on hobbling there's a million different ways you can hobble a horse mm-hmm. we just hobble the two front feet um it just teaches them to stand still and if they ever got in a wreck I mean it kind of just helps them to be like hey don't freak out just stay still <laughs> is, and yeah. it's also it's also so nice because when you're trying to saddle a colt that hasn't been worked with very much and they're running all over the place (laughs) yeah you you throw the hobbles on and they figure it out real quick yeah you ain't getting away (laughs) (laughs) yeah exactly so yeah like we lunge them just a pad with a third single on and a third single is just basically two cinches with a billet and then a uh, latigo on the size of normal latigo would go it's just like a one step before you would throw the saddle on mm-hmm. we but we do that because we're not in a, like we're we're not in a rush my, my dad has started over a thousand colts at least oh
2: my and
3: goodness. he just <laughs> has
4: it up to the science like he just knows okay it's ready for this and okay it's ready for this and yeah i've mm-hmm. been starting them with him now for a few years so i'm really getting into the program and um lots of people will just throw a halter on and you know get them used and kind of hop on but if you, I can't say it enough that if you spend more time on the groundwork, it is so rewarding. It is yeah, so yeah. much easier. Yeah, like the pad with the stir single, and then you put the saddle on. You get them lunging around with that. Mm-hmm. They're comfortable with that, and then we drive them. Okay. We drive them for at least two weeks, even even a month. Uh-huh. Um, we've even we've even driven one longer than that. Like just so what they're feeling comfortable and they understand before you're even on there. Because then, when you're on and you're putting on, the, you're putting the first few rides. If they're scared or they freak mm-hmm. out or whatever, if you go to pull on them or you sit and say, "Whoa," they already they oh they're like, "I know what that means. I've yeah. been taught that before." And it's just easier to get out of a stickier situation.
0: Yeah. So. Yeah, because it's very unpredictable working with colts. That's mm-hmm. for sure. Oh yeah, totally. But uh, yeah, like I've
4: like I said, the past few years I've been starting them now with that, and I've gotten bucked off once. And really. I yeah like I've been on a lot it's proven I mean I don't Mm -hmm. I don't question him at at all Before he tells me what to do and I do it
0: (laughs) that's super special you get to do that with your dad that's awesome
4: yeah yeah no it's awesome he's getting old so (laughs) (laughs) I have to learn so that I can take over yeah yeah that's for sure (laughs) whether I want to or not (laughs) Uh,
0: so (laughs) when do you typically make the decision if a horse will remain a cutter or be put on the pattern or can most horses that you guys own do both? Um.
4: Usually, because we start them, um, like if they just if they just came to this past January, we're starting them now. Um, and we start we get them going for a couple months, and then we kind of turn them out for late spring, summer a bit, just to finish growing up, and then we'll start riding again in the fall, late summer in the fall. Um, but for the three year olds this year. We'll know if they're gonna make it to the show pen or not for their three-year-old year mm-hmm. mm, end of March. I'd say. Okay. Um. It also really depends if we we've been lucky this winter. We've had lots of cattle and buffalo in to get work, so we can actually see. There's some years where you can't get cattle or buffalo to save your life, so it's a little bit mm-hmm. different. Yeah. Um. You might have to make the call a little bit later, but. Yeah, I'd say I'd say late spring. We know if they're gonna make it. Um, and actually from. Answer your question about like if they're if they do both. If I would take a reject cutter straight from the three year old reject, I would definitely not until I know for sure. A, I get to keep them in training <laughs> because I don't want <laughs> yeah. to put them on the pattern and do all that work if they're just gonna go and send a pasture. yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, it's, it's hard to say I've only had one I had one reject cutter that was actually um I, in my first year that I trained for charity barrel horses I had two and the one was my good horse that I have now and then the other one was a reject cutter and she was actually a lot of fun um <laughs> super gritty and I we knew with her when she was about four so okay. she kind of took a break and kind of sat and just got broke mm-hmm. um but I mean it's really up it's really up to them if they want to do it or not
3: <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
4: Yeah, type of thing like they kind of just decide if they're going to have the speed or not because I mean lots of the cutting and the cow bred horses can stop and turn but a lot of them just won't have the speed that you need
0: mm-hmm.
4: um so yeah until then I just put them on folds and get them more broke and kind of listen to
1: what they tell me while I'm riding them so talking about confirmation and maybe comparing like confirmation in um because like, cow horses and maybe your classic like running bread quarter horse might be put together a little different yeah what's something you might look for that you're like oh that would be really good for the cow horse world and then something you look for and you're like oh that would turn my crank for the barrel horse world
4: yeah yeah um well I mean generally in the cuttings they're they're obviously on the smaller side (laughs) um yeah I've seen my little Derby horse last year actually shrimp is his name because he's 13 uh-huh. too i think but he is uh-huh. tiny oh, my goodness. <laughs> yeah tiny they can be shrimp. very small but then we also have a huge sorrel gel- gelding and training and he's 15 hands to one and mm-hmm. he somehow still moves around i mean it's easier for them to be a bit smaller
3: yeah
4: um, to get around and stay stronger through their turns and stuff um in the cutting we we definitely like to see more um set in their hawks. Um yeah, I mean and then in the barrels, obviously I personally like I know there's some rank small barrel horses, but I personally (laughs) like fifteen hands, forty three, fifteen hands at least. Um yeah, lower lower hawks, short cannon bone in the front, bigger horse, bigger stride. You know, I just like Yeah, that's that's how I feel personally. But like I said, I've seen some I've seen some small, really badass horses. Oh yeah, for (laughs) sure (laughs) it is, Yeah, you know it's it all goes down to their heart. I think honestly, like Mm -hmm. they can be built kind of sideways, and if they still want to (laughs) work that hard, they're gonna do it. Yeah, that's for sure. (laughs) Yeah.
2: Do you have any observations or experiences with certain lines of cowbred horses that really have that extra speed factor?
4: Um, that's, a, that's a good question because I do know cutting and cow lines very well. <laughs> so you think that I would pay attention to, oh, so-and-so's caught this on a running bred horse. But um, honestly, I haven't. It, it kind of just comes down to their trainability I mean I'm not huge on bloodlines, to be completely honest um yeah yes obviously they're very important I yeah nothing against people who are Mm -hmm. I just think it all comes down to the trainability of the horse how it's built um and the attitude like if they're gritty and they want to work or if they're a little bit pea-hearted I mean I know in the cuttings we've had oh gosh we've had some very very expensive horses come to our barn and then they don't even make it to their three-year-old oh. year they just said they don't want to yeah. so yeah, you know people yeah. will go and drop 100 grand on a two-year-old that's bred right oh, to goodness. the nine and it just doesn't <laughs> yeah like and that's, it's quite common so yeah I mean I, yeah I don't have any super experience in that yet yeah. um we actually have all we have four or five all cutting bread brood mares that my dad's shown them all, and they're actually all bred to super stakes running red horses. Well, fun. For, so, this year we'll have babies so that awesome. are crossed on the running bread. So, I'm super
0: excited about those. So, maybe yeah. I can get back to you yeah. on how <laughs> those work. Well, yeah, a couple of years down the road when they're all uh... running, <laughs> running. Yeah, we'll yeah. Have you back on for an yeah. update. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sounds good. We know you've had success on the more running bred horses as well. But out of curiosity, have you ever worked with any off the track? If so, how do they compare to the cutters that you grew up on?
4: Um, I actually, this year, my security horse is off the quarter horse track. And she's the oh. first one that mm-hmm. I've trained. Mm-hmm. Um, not going to lie, I was a little it was a little daunting at first. I was like, I have no idea what I'm doing. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> like I'm going in completely blind. But I mean that's that's kind of how I've done this whole barrel racing thing. I've just <laughs> I've it. just worked as I went yeah. and um done my homework. You know, I'll stay up till all hours of the night just researching, watching videos. Um that's it's all you can kinda of do really is just try and see what works and see what doesn't and I'm lucky to have the guidance from my from both of my parents um my dad especially um but yeah the mare I have she was actually from uh the lady's name is Lori Ferguson because she came from Dana's Quarter Horses and I'm pretty sure that's their main um racetrack trainer she had done some work with her after they pulled her from the track so she came to me and she was pretty she was pretty good I mean pretty heavy in the face and on the front end like mm-hmm. she just wanted to pull through a bit and didn't know her leads and stuff but she surprisingly loves like she rates hard <laughs> and nice. I'm like what I thought yeah, yeah like I, I it was so confusing to me I thought <laughs> once they already knew how to run it would be harder to like control and to get that out of them yeah because yeah like my good horse he he can run but he didn't know how to I had to teach him and he'll he flies by first barrel all the time but this mare will never like she just loves to run hard and turn I cannot not yeah, believe that's that. good that's exciting so, yeah it's definitely yeah it's exciting it's, it's definitely different from the cutters I will say that I mean literally my I feel like a totally different person from when I'm stepping on to the cutters and then when I'm stepping on my barrel horses at the end of the day the of getting a day whenever I ride them I try and do like all of the cutters and then focus on my barrel horses like I try not to mix yeah <laughs> you go gotta and stay
1: through. in one zone
4: yeah yeah <laughs> yeah so yeah I, I try my best with that <laughs> for sure but yeah definitely a difference <laughs>
2: so what is that mare bred like
4: She is a miracle recovery um out of the same damn actually as my the horse that I want to see the stakes on Eddie um
0: drop okay. like special mare
2: is that the yeah. one you just posted <laughs> yeah I think so yeah 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 oh
0: she's beautiful yeah,
4: oh,
2: and yeah. coming along like like super nice stuff, but I'm <laughs>
4: <Yeah>.
2: <laughs> I've always wanted a straw, fi- straw fly
4: special <laughs> something yeah, like those well, lines yeah I'm really I'm really liking what that mare has been producing I mean they're half siblings but I they're mm-hmm. so similar but so different at the same time and you can kind of just tell uh, yeah I don't know they both have a crazy work ethic and They both can run. So I'm digging this roughly
0: special. That's for sure. (laughs) Mm, Yeah. She looks like she's going to be special. That's for sure.
1: All right. In 2018, you won the prestigious CBHI Super Stakes for charity. And then you came back in 2019 to claim the Derby championship in the Super Stakes. Can you tell us about the horse that made this all possible?
4: Yes, that would be, uh, his registered name is he's my magic man. He's a seven year old gelding. Um, his bar name is Eddie, Fast Eddie, Edward, Eduardo, some other names that I probably shouldn't say. Oh man, <laughs> yeah, he is the quirkiest horse I have ever really? come across. Oh, oh my goodness. goodness, he, yeah, he is a character. That's for sure. Like anyone who knows him, you ask Bill, just roll their eyes and be like, "Oh my god, that oh, horse! God. I have no idea." Like he. We have a love hate relationship. I love mm-hmm. him, he hates me. Most of the time. <laughs> I almost spit my tea out good thing I didn't take a sip. <laughs> yeah. oh, yeah. No, he uh, he's yeah, he's amazing. He was bought <laughs> from that the sale um, the farm for sale that went on during the last year that they had CFR at Oh yeah, uh, Northwest. Yeah. Yeah. So Yeah, I had been been barrel racing for a year or two, and I had an older horse um, that my parents actually bought me. I was just out of high school, so I didn't have money to buy buy my own. So they bought me a cheaper, you know, kind of a flip. Like, he knew what he was doing, and he was a really good, solid horse, taught me a lot. But I was like, you know what? I've always loved showing and riding the young cutters. I really think I'm just going to learn more if I train one myself.
3: Mm -hmm. And my
4: parents said, okay, like, you know, let's go in on one together. So they found Eddie. Um he's by Jess Magic, who is an own son of Mr. Jess Perry, and then he's out of the she's my candy girl, the straw pie special mare. Um yeah, they bought him for fifty five hundred bucks. It was a good buy. Super sticks, we didn't really know like we were just coming into the barrel world. We were kind of scoping everything out. Um, obviously my parents were like oh huh, this super safe field sounds like a pretty good thing like we should yeah. for
3: sure <laughs> want yeah. that super
4: safe you know and I was like okay like I was just so excited to try and see yeah. if I could train one I didn't yeah. really care what it was um but they brought him home and I was like what the heck is this thing? Like, I, hadn't, I hadn't really rode any running red horses before so I was like this tall lanky three-year-old like so awkward looking I was like oh my goodness
3: <laughs> 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 yeah um,
4: but yeah, he, uh, he's just so smart and he's so talented and athletic. Um, he's a dink. I won't lie. (laughs) He, yeah, he has, he has his quirks like too many, too many to even name. Like, uh, (laughs) but yeah, I persevered through. Oh, good. Um, Yeah. My dad helped me a lot in the beginning. Um, I was, I was kind of, all over the place in my personal life I was moving to Claire's home moving home from Claire's home kind of all over so he put him on uh poles for me and he uh worked him on the flag for me actually okay. um I like to do that a lot with the barrel horses is work them on the flag it's mm-hmm. just something different you know mm-hmm. but like it, it teaches them to be quick through the turns and use their high end and stuff um yeah. similar with the poles so then when I got I started patterning him when he was three coming four I don't even think I hauled him once to an exhibition like oh, I really? trained him, I trained him at home I was too chicken to take him anywhere to leave <laughs> I was like this horse is going to make me look like an idiot yeah. little did I like now I know like oh you got to look like an idiot if you want to win
3: something sometimes <laughs> yeah.
4: that's how it works you know but back then I was like no way um, so I had two horses at the time and Yeah. He just came on a little quicker. So I decided to keep him. Um, And yeah, the preparation for that, I mean, he just learned from repetition, 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 repetition. And yeah, I don't, he really came into himself like a month before CBHI. I I hauled quite a few faturities and quite a few faturities that year to get Mm -hmm. him out. And yeah if anyone's seen me run him there they will vouch for me that almost every time he ran 40 feet past first barrel <laughs> like and I'm not even exaggerating huh. what I did, 40 feet past first yeah. barrel like yeah it, it was um it was hard to go through mentally like knowing he could be so talented at home and then he wouldn't do
3: it anywhere yeah. else yeah. I was yeah. like
4: oh my goodness and then he ran a 17.3 at one of the go around with the abra and i was like what, what? the heck is this horse like <laughs> wow. oh my god that's look awesome. at you go and then yeah, i think that's just the confidence came back and we were able to pull it off at the cbhi i really mm-hmm. don't know how but he decided if he wanted to and <laughs> yeah that was that
1: cool did so did you guys you started him from the ground up yourselves
4: Um, we bought him as a three-year-old. So he was, he was actually started by Todd Kettleson. He was our farrier too at the time. Um, he, yeah, he got the good basics on him. I mean, he was never, he never ever boxed or took off or anything Mm -hmm. on me. He had a really good,
0: a really good start on him. You said he has quite a bit of quirks, but what could you say that one of his biggest quirks is and how did you make that into a more competitive edge on the pattern?
4: Oh, I would say one of his biggest quirks. Um, he's petrified of everything. Um, <laughs> so getting him to focus on his job when we're out anywhere is, is pretty hard. Um, it was pretty challenging. I kind of had to just channel all of his nervous energy through me and just kind of chuck it out and be just be like no we're fine we're we're gonna turn first barrel and after first barrel we're gonna be great so (laughs) you need to just you know get your get your poop to the group we're gonna do this like whether you like it or not it's gonna be fine like um horses just they feel everything so Mm -hmm. hard especially from what you're feeling so Mm -hmm. if I was up there scared and nervous he would just instantly, it was like a switch, I could see. So I've really, he's really helped me in my mental game because I've had to ask like this super tough competitor, which I'm truthfully not <laughs> <laughs> at all. Like, um, but yeah, he just he just feeds up me so well. So him being just scared of everything, like down to the barrel covers, like I was scared. <laughs> I remember being so scared. At one race because they were bright yellow. Or the Panoka barrels were bright yellow. And I'm like, oh, God, here we go. <laughs> I'm, Gonna about spook. To get, I'm about to fall off today. Yeah.
0: <laughs> That's, That's funny. funny. So I do have a kind of a question uh, going back to how you said that he would go 40 feet past the first barrel. So how did you get going from that to getting a seventeen three in Pinoca? Did you do any drills to really work on that? So, yeah, when, when he was doing that, over and over and I mean
4: he was doing that under pressure I mean at home he wouldn't do it during time I wouldn't let him do it um so it was kind of just whenever he felt me not trust him yeah same thing he just blew right out of it so Mm -hmm. um I went to the old three barrels in a straight row yeah in a straight line um and I just Stop about 10 feet I still to this day when I'm schooling him I stop every single time when I go hmm. the first barrel I sit and say whoa and I don't touch his face and if he doesn't stop I get after him and make him do it again like mm-hmm. he just it's just it's just repetition I mean teaching I had to be teaching him I had to be quite innovative like all like I said all horses are so different you got to go at different ways of doing it it's kind of like teaching kids the alphabet like some people learn from repetition some people learn from the song some people learn you know yeah, yeah. it's all so different um so I tried to switch it up and then once I found uh, batch of drills that was working for him I just did those over and over and over so I did yeah the straight line and then the single barrel um where you use the wall you just <clears throat> go in a circle and a circle around the barrel and then you leave the barrel and stop at about a 45 degree angle to the wall and you roll back um, oh, I love just,
0: that drill. I use yeah, that in my work too. That's of,
4: yeah, that's one of my favorite ones, and I'm also using it on my Yeah, I think, I think that was Ivy Hurst's drill. I think I saw on the barrel training. Yeah, I stage.
0: saw a, um, I, I saw a <laughs> video on YouTube, and it was that drill, and it, I yeah. really really like it. Mm-hmm. No, it's it's a
4: rel- it's a reliable
0: one, that's for sure. um
4: And yeah, just making sure I had the right bit in his mouth and he was comfortable and there was nothing bothering him. Mm-hmm. Um, that's important too. I mean, if they're not working, it can be, it can always be something's hurting or whatever. So once I cleared everything, yeah, I just did repetition and I would just get up early and do time only when no one else was there. <laughs> and yeah. you know, just you do what you got to do. I mean, no one knows your horse better than you do. So very true. Just, yeah lay in bed at night and think hmm what can I do differently that he might understand and grasp (laughs) yeah
0: (laughs) yeah no it's definitely a a big process eliminating what it could be and then finding the root of it it's like oh I was just thinking about Mm -hmm. that. I would have to eliminate everything but that's just the name of the Mm -hmm. game I guess
2: oh totally so when you were in the process of getting him started on barrels and starting to compete how did you know that you had a winner on your hands
3: oh
4: um it was a long um it was a long time like I'll be honest he definitely beat my confidence down a lot more before he beat it up I mean (laughs) it was hard it was hard to go like I was already new in the barrels and I ran barrels for like a year and then I started training my own two Mm -hmm. maturity horses so and you know everyone was kind of like what's this girl (laughs) I had one pretty steady one the kind of reject. She was just so much fun to run. I could kind of trust her and just do my thing and then him I knew he was so talented. I could just feel it, but he would never show up for me. Oh yeah. So, yeah You're waiting for that moment. Successful. Yeah. But yeah, I just knew I just knew how athletic he was mm-hmm. like and uh, I knew right away from riding him he was just going to be a late bloomer. Like he mm-hmm. probably won't be reliable till he's mm, 9, 10, 11. Like I still know the next few years are going to be very hot and cold. Yeah. like, I'm open about it. I don't even like, he is not, he's not a steady Eddie. (laughs) (laughs) That's hilarious. That's (laughs) funny. Yeah. Um, But yeah, for knowing, for knowing he was a winner, my parents were, they just, they just kept lifting me up. They're like, we know there's something special about him. And for so long, I was like, I don't know, guys, <laughs> like I'm riding this sucker every day. And he's kind of showing me otherwise. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. I don't know if I'm doing something wrong. And they say, no, he's just got to grow up and it'll be fine. He'll come on in the right time of the year. And he did just in time for the stakes. So they were right.
1: <laughs> oh yeah. I was going to ask you a question about that. So did he, was Abra like the only time that like he really did show up before the super stakes or did he did he make a few kind of winning runs before then?
3: Um,
4: a- Abra was really the turning point point for him. I felt our first run was a seventeen eight or something, and we had never ran a faster than an eighteen zero in that arena. Um, and he had never not spooked in anything in that arena. So when he showed up and ran a seventeen eight and then a seventeen three, yeah, wow. and we won the maturity average and stuff. That was yeah that was kind of when I knew I was like okay he can he can do this mm, um yeah. he did he did have a couple at some smaller jackpots at 4 he started running 15-0s um and the fire and ice he won in Athabasca there he won the open indoor 2d so like he wasn't yeah he was mm-hmm. he was pretty hot and cold until mm-hmm. the end of that summer oh, he yeah. started to get his crap together
0: that's awesome um, so can you take us through the runs that made you become a super stakes champion, uh, the, kind of the game plan going in and the mental aspect of it as well?
4: Um, yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's honestly hard to talk about because I didn't like as bad as it sounds, I didn't think I could do it. Like I was so in my head and I was like, I know I have this super talented horse, um, but he's just a giant colt is what i is what i told myself i'm like you need to do this just to get him seasoned just to get him through like he's he's so quirky that he's got to be mine forever i could never sell him (laughs) i wouldn't trust him i wouldn't trust him with anyone else i'm like i have him forever so yeah um just i was definitely in trainer mode instead of jockey mode like i Mm -hmm. i didn't really trust him too much and um in that point in his career that it was probably best that i did do that because yeah. um, I mean he just has so much natural ability he can run whether I'm holding on to his face or not I mean He's um, going. <laughs> so yeah I just I just tried my best to just stay calm and be like okay let's just get through these runs and it'll be fine like just just think smooth and say whoa <laughs> <Like, laughs> yeah. and just pray you know <laughs> yeah no <I'm> kidding <laughs> So do you
1: have any other super stakes up and comers? I know you told us about a mare earlier.
4: Yeah. Yeah. So she is actually super stakes and I'm super excited about her. I like, I, I cannot contain my excitement about her. She's so (laughs)
3: pretty.
4: I, yeah, I haven't felt so confident on a horse in a long time. Like even on, even on Eddie on winning runs, I still don't feel super confident after (laughs) for some reason. But this mare, she's just like, yeah, she's, she's awesome. I can't say enough good things about her and she is super fake, So that's
0: exciting. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, I do have a question going back to confidence, because I know I struggled with this as well. And there could be other listeners. That's... Mm-hmm. So what is a really good tactic to do to bring your confidence back up and say, yes, I can do this?
4: Um, well, first of all, um, from, I forget which, it was a podcast with Sherry survey that I got this off of, but wiggle your toes,
0: <laughs> wiggle your toes.
4: So said, wiggle your toes. Damn it. Yeah. When you wiggle your toes, it just relaxes all the muscles in your legs. Cause like you could be tense and muscles. You don't even yeah. know you're tense because mm-hmm. you're so nervous. That's right. Really true. That's cool. Um, yeah. So anytime you go down the alley, anytime I go down the alley, I literally will say to myself, like wiggle my toes, wiggle my toes. <laughs> yeah. And it just, it just kind of gets it. It just kind of gets it out of you so that your body is actually physically relaxed. Um, For your horse's benefit, Mm -hmm. and then for yeah, for getting out of your head, I kind of just woke up one day and was like, why? Why am I nervous? Why do I have no confidence? I've done these things. I know I put in the hours. I'm the only one who knows how hard I work at it, and I know I work hard. So why can't I give myself the credit? You know, you kind of just gotta Mm -hmm. buck up and say. I'm doing this for nobody else but me. Mm-hmm. And, you know, life is short, so let's just, why, why not? Just run the pattern. Like, really, it's not that <laughs> three scary barrels. Once, yeah. once you break it down, yeah, like, three barrels is nothing. Um, yeah. And, yeah, I mean, you, you, you're always worried about other's opinions and stuff um, and what other people have to say to critique your runs and just be mindful of who's critiquing and who's maybe putting you down and maybe they don't mean to put you down. But just definitely learn the difference is something mm-hmm. I have learned. Um, yeah. Know know who to keep around, know who to let talk to you after your run, and who not to. And um, yeah, just just be there for yourself and believe in yourself because yeah. really, why are you? Why else are you doing
3: it? That <laughs> like exactly. a good answer. It. Yeah, that was we all really good. about it,
4: but no, we all love it. So.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Back to Sherry Servey's um advice: wiggle your mm-hmm. toes. I'm wondering if she got that from her dentist because my dentist has told me that before. I'll <laughs> be oh, so tense, and they're like, "Wiggle your toes." I'm like, "Oh wow, I was, I was I, really, tense. I was really tense. I don't like the dentist at all."
0: Are you the only horse poor podcaster that goes to the dentist? Because I think they established that deaf age. Don't in a while. the okay. last
2: time was a terrible experience getting my wisdom teeth out.
0: So. Yeah, okay. I still no. have my wisdom teeth, and I don't know if mine should still be there, but. <laughs> Just the, the worst. <laughs> <laughs> anyway.
2: <laughs> um, so do you have any advice for people that are wanting to maybe start up in the
4: futurity game? Um uh yeah, I mean, well first of all, you can do it. <laughs> if I can do it, <laughs> you both can do it. I loped and cut and rained and show jumped and all that different stuff and I always dreamed of barrel racing and futuritying and stuff and you kind of just got to decide. No, I'm I'm going to take this and I'm just going to run with it and do it and try because mm-hmm. you don't know until you try. Yeah. Um. Uh. And yeah, I mean, definitely get someone if you don't necessarily trust your own opinion. Get someone you do trust to maybe go prospect shopping with you. Mm-hmm, um. Mm-hmm. Just for your own peace of mind, like, okay, I think this horse has great confirmation and is a good contender, and so and so who I trust does too. So mm-hmm. that'll automate automatically make you feel better about it right yeah for um sure. and just just getting them broke like i said doing your homework just literally look up the youtube videos go on com. like see watch other people like mm-hmm. just wake up early in the morning and go and watch exhibitions go and watch taylor manning go and watch kim derrick Der- Der- housey candy horn christine Drisner. go watch all of the really mm-hmm. great successful and derby trainers and um just learn try mm-hmm, what they're doing mm-hmm. if that's not working maybe alter it a little bit for you um that's all I did to come up with what I'm doing now is just watching and learning and taking little tidbits from everyone and then yeah. doing what I already know and so yeah
2: so did you ever take any lessons with any of those people or any clinics or anything
4: no I have no? not I have not I have not taken any lessons, any clinics. Um, it's just wow. been some of me watching, <laughs> and um, that's my awesome. dad did train. My dad did train um, some barrel horses when he was younger too. So okay. um, he had he has lots of advice. Lots yeah. of
3: advice.
1: that's yeah. pretty that's, neat. That though. is cool. No, yeah, you're pretty <laughs> yeah. self-taught. I mean, you obviously have like very solid foundation mm-hmm. and extensive <clears> training <throat> in other horse areas but yeah that's cool yeah yeah
4: yeah no and and not that i wouldn't love to mm-hmm. learn from other people like t- totally would if i could go to a bunch of clinics and oh i totally would i'm literally just so busy yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, that i cannot, not sure. i cannot get away like if i'm not even yeah. cutting i'm at a fair racing or i'm at a rodeo mm-hmm. and if i'm not doing that well i like to have a social life sometimes yeah too, yeah, so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's definitely hard to balance but yeah i've done You can never learn too much. You can always keep learning, and I'm totally open to that. Yeah,
0: yeah. I actually love just going for lessons. Like, Mm -hmm. it never can take too many lessons and clinics. That's for sure. No, yeah,
4: exactly. Even even when you make friends, like even some of the friends I've made in the barrel world, like I just watch them and I'm like, oh, you know what? You ride so pretty. Like this is this is so (laughs) nice. Like you just see different things that they do, and you're like, oh, you know, I haven't thought to do that before. Mm -hmm. if you just really open your eyes and look around yeah you'll 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 learn a
3: lot that's
0: for sure yeah Mm -hmm. so do you plan on rodeoing as well this year on fast eddie (laughs) um yeah i do i'm planning um i actually
4: pulled my permit last year and went to like four or five of the pro rodeos Mm -hmm. i had some really good friends that were going and they just encouraged me I was going to some of the amateur rodeos um we went to three and I think we placed third at two and oh, like wow. we had never rodeoed or anything before awesome. yeah. yeah he was he was super awesome so then they were like well we're going to the pros anyway and entering slack and stuff so why don't you just come season them at the pro rodeos it'll be fine like it's yeah. not as scary as you think <laughs> yeah I'm like no like gosh no are you kidding um but, yeah, to my surprise, it's actually not scary at all. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and I'm, I'm glad I went and um, yeah. got him out a bit more. So this year, I'm going to do the same thing. I'll buy my permit and see how it goes. And I definitely want to try to get to as many as I can. I'm planning to haul pretty hard. It's also his last derby year, so I also want to get to as many of those maturity derbies as possible. So, yeah. yeah, we'll see. We'll see if he'll make a rodeo horse. Yeah, I'm really hoping, and I think he will. <laughs> <laughs> this might take a little longer, but I'm, I'm willing to wait.
1: <laughs> Alrighty.
4: So what is
1: your cool down ritual? Maybe after runs at a jackpot versus after cutting show?
4: Um, After, after a jackpot, um, I'm, I'm huge on cooling down. Um, it's, it's just been something that's been like nailed in my head <laughs> since mm-hmm. I was a little girl. Like, especially like from the cutters when you're loafing them for so long and then they're in the show pen for two minutes and 30 seconds um if they have some hard-running cows and whatever they're doing they're coming out pretty out of breath i mean they're trying yeah. really hard um and not to mention like if you loped them for an hour or two mm-hmm. or jogged or whatever i mean it's it's just super important that you cool, cool those muscles down and that they're not just standing there huffing and puffing and so i'm mm-hmm. really big on just walking them around take their taking their boots and wraps or whatever you got on their legs off right away loosen them off
3: mm-hmm. i like to
4: stay off of them if i can um just uh-huh. hand walk them around and yeah. let them fill out for the barrels usually 10-15 minutes and then similar to the cuttings too 10-15 minutes even a half hour depending how hard their work yeah like yeah. a half hour just walking them out yeah just yeah, yeah just walking filling and then yeah i go on if it's accessible lots of times feral jackpots I don't hold them off because it's not going to be anywhere that I can um yeah. I've actually I actually sponge bath them a lot I know okay. it sounds super extra but I go and <laughs> I go and fill up a bucket of water and I just I have some extra sponges and I just where the saddle goes and just disgust mm-hmm. and stuff and I'm sure they appreciate
2: yeah. that yeah <laughs> <laughs> oh <laughs> yeah so are there any therapeutic products or treatments you like to use right after a run
4: um after barrels i've been getting into the habit of of either or both um icing legs and Mm -hmm. mudding okay um i love the mud um and there's you can get you can get mud anywhere it's pretty it's pretty generic Mm -hmm. um but yeah i've I've been big on that probably a cheaper alternative hey that stuff like yeah you get a big Mm -hmm. pail of it yeah Yeah. a lot of people like that yeah yeah and you just put a really thin layer on and it dries and you're good to go
2: yeah Yeah. do so Mm -hmm. do you do anything like body wise or mostly just their legs
4: um mostly mostly just their legs um my horses respond really well to the magnet therapy and stuff too so i always have hand so yeah
0: um can't go wrong with the back on tracks either of course Mm -hmm. my are they're great yeah So we're going to dive into the feeding program a little bit here. We saw you were recently sponsored by Hoffman's. Congratulations. That must be so exciting and a really cool team to be on. Can you tell us a little bit about the products you use from them and what you love?
4: Yeah. um, Yeah, I'm super, we're super, super excited as a barn to be on Team Hoffman's. Mm -hmm. Um, We've been feeding it for a long time. Some of my earliest memories, like my earliest chores when I was younger in the barn, was oh, you at four o'clock, you feed the horses. They're on. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's just, it's, just, it's literally just been a part of the feed program for as long as I can remember. Um, specifically, because um, oh, it's hard to narrow it down <laughs> to just a few products that I like because they have a huge line of mm-hmm. yeah. uh, feeds, and it, literally, it's like they have something specific for every horse. Um, so it's great Uh, we usually use we've been feeding uh the elite ration.
3: um Mm -hmm.
4: so it's a pellet um it's amino acid electrolyte balance natural source of vitamin e and it doesn't have any of the extra sugars or grains or starches or anything like that Mm -hmm. and you feed it at a low feeding rate so you don't need to feed a whole bunch of it um and what's really cool about it is it has this thing like you think you think feeding your barrel horses all this green, like they're gonna be so hot but mm-hmm. <laughs> the Hoffman's actually keeps their mind collected and yeah. just helps them be shinier and healthier and they just overall work better um mm-hmm. and, and that's with the barrel horses and the cutters we have them on the exact same feed program um and yeah it's just we've had nothing but great results like we love the look of our horses all year round like my horses right now are shiny and happy and a little fat but <laughs> nothing wrong with that <laughs> yeah. yeah another uh, product that I like from them specifically is I always I don't know if I say
0: this right I should probably look it up but it's the, the bynugin I was I one I was actually it. just gonna ask you about that because I mm-hmm. was going to get Hoffman's um the other day and I went and got my elite ration but I couldn't find it in the um store that we have up here so I was wanting to know mm-hmm. a little bit about that one
4: yeah so we I tried it on last year two years ago I tried it on my little teeny tiny 13 hand <laughs> cutting horse I told you about shrimp <laughs> um, <laughs> just because he was getting a little gangly and he was kind of a bit of a hard keeper and I was like yeah let's let's give this a go so it's just a top dress supplement um and it promotes the building a strong and healthy muscle mass on on them like whether they're young or um, older horses getting back into training and just throughout the year during uh, heavy competitions and stuff. Um, What I like about it though is it's it's pelleted too. Mm -hmm. Um, So it's super easy to just throw on top of whatever ration you're feeding already. And um, yeah, it's, it's super easy. And we had fantastic results from it. So that's awesome. Yeah. It was great. Love it.
0: Um, so say like, because I can't, uh, we don't have that uh, product up here right now. I'm sure we'll get it soon. But so if I was mm-hmm. wanting to say, mix my elite ration, could I use the Hoffman's Pro Fat on top of that? Or how would you mix that? Um,
4: now I am not a professional what to mix and do not <laughs> oh, okay. mix. Yeah. So I would say um, anyone who is questioning that definitely give Cassie Hoffauer or Kirsten Spithischel because they are amazing and super friendly women who will totally mess you up with knowledge. Like, they have so much (laughs) Hoffman's knowledge to just Mm -hmm. lay on you and things I didn't even know. Like, we've been feeding it forever and I was like, huh, I did not know that the mineral was actually in the Hoffman's Elite Ration. This is interesting. Like, Mm -hmm. there's so many things. (laughs) Yeah. yeah. (laughs) So
2: many things.
3: That's
2: cool. -hmm. So what kind of regular maintenance do your horses get? Do you use chiropractors, acupuncture, massage,
4: or any other kinds of therapies? Um I actually we have been using anytime I say I I should probably say we like the bar. <laughs> we know what you mean. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, so her name is Kathy Butchevic and she is Equisports the Therapy. Um okay. she's not traditional massage um it's i would say more body work mm-hmm. um and the body work she does um it just promotes circulation um it improves the muscle tone and just helps relax any super tight or tense muscles
3: mm-hmm.
4: they would have which makes them more balanced um and the more balanced your horse is the more um increased range of motion they're gonna have and they'll just be overall more happy while competing um so she's yeah, she is amazing at that. Um, she's my horse, my horse therapist, and my personal therapist. <laughs> <Very nice. laughs> she's amazing. She is the nicest lady you will ever come across, and she actually um, decided to sponsor Eddie and I this year too. So I'll have to oh, give cool. her, uh, yeah, have to give her a shout out. Yeah, she's yeah, she's amazing. And um, fun fact, I mean, you can learn more about her on her Facebook page and her Instagram, which is Equus Therapy. But okay. she. Was working on Sherry um, Serby's stingray when she was here for the for oh, me. Cool. If Sherry Serby trusts her, come on. Yeah. yeah. No. No, y'all can trust her. Everyone yeah. can trust her. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, she's she's amazing. So um, we use her for barrels, cutters, um, any horses having any sort of problems. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I actually I felt a little odd doing so, but I got um a, a reiki session done on eddie last year i was gonna ask um, if you've
0: done that before
4: yeah and it was honestly mind-boggling like i'm not i am i spiritual? Well, definitely um i just was i was like huh this is weird i just text this lady a picture of my horse and she's gonna read him for me like this is but <laughs> yeah. it was it was so amazing and i still have the whole reading sent in my phone like yeah she nailed everything on the head and i noticed a huge difference in him and I'm not even kidding like our bond was just like the next day I went out to the bar and like she told me some things I needed to like physically say to him and like where exactly to um like pet him before a run and oh he's super anxious about this this is why he's anxious put a fly mask on and it'll help desensitize him while he's out at rodeos and whatever and I did all these little tips boom totally different horse like that's crazy crazy it was crazy it was so cool so I've only done that on him but um I mean I would suggest it to anybody now
0: totally a believer (laughs) that's for sure (laughs) I did like a subconscious imprinting on myself on an appointment the other day um and it was on it was unbelievable like and I'm like and it was just like you're laying there she has you have crystals or whatnot and then she's just Mm -hmm. like telling you like you're enough you're good you're whatever and and just like going through like the problems that you face during the days and and maybe things that Mm -hmm. you've had like in the past and whatnot and getting over those and i have chronic pain in my left shoulder every single day pain 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 from an accident and Mm -hmm. um it was so crazy because at the beginning my the only part of my body that tingled was my shoulder and then so that tingling got stronger and stronger in the most painful parts and it was like so painful like and I don't know why it was tingling. And that was the only part. And then as soon as like we finish and everything released and you're crying and you're like getting all the emotions out, my whole, oh, my, sh- my whole shoulder went numb. Like, what? and I'm not so making crazy. this up. It was, and I'm yeah. like, I like went in there, like I texted these girls and I was like, I don't even know. Like and I you texted did. my other friend. I was like, I I'm going to be laughing yet. the whole time. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, it's so emotional. And like, it's like, it mm-hmm. just shattered the pain. Like it was so, so weird. And like, I heard that lady on another podcast. I've actually heard yeah. really good reviews about her. She yeah. she's from Peace River here and she's I do her eyelashes and she gives me these like we just like exchange. But it was really really crazy just for like my pain to be pinpointed. So I wonder if that's what happens with horses too, like that one oh, yeah. piece of pain that gets pinpointed. It was it was a crazy experience. Yeah, no, I yeah, like
4: I'm, I'm, kind of, I'm a nerd. I watch videos and stuff. <laughs> well, I've, mm-hmm. I've seen some like that. And yeah, it looks crazy. And it makes sense because she told me like I can't to give him a day off and to make sure he wasn't on a trailer or anything like just to make sure he was in his natural habitat because they can have um, outbursts of reactions like once she reads them and stuff. So, mm-hmm. oh, yeah, yeah, it's crazy. So cool, though.
0: Very cool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah do you take your competitive horses to any vets at the beginning of the season for preseason checks? And do these practices differ between disciplines at your place? Um,
4: they don't, um, they don't differ between the disciplines. Um, we take, we'll, we'll get all of our competition horse, all of our competition horses checked preseason, um, and mid to late season as well, um, The only difference really is that the cutters usually require a lot more maintenance.
3: Um,
4: just because I mean, they're, they're, they're being pushed pretty hard and they're being shown when they're three, right. Versus like maturity barrel horses are five and six and seven for the derby and such. So yeah, we use, um, Momentum Equine, um, Dr. Conrad. Yeah. They're, they're amazing over there. Highly, highly recommend them. Um, but yeah, pretty just pretty generic stuff. They're really good with telling you and being honest. Like I think he, I think he needs this injected, or no, I think he's fine. And also working with Kathy, um, she can pinpoint that as well. She can, she can say, you know, he is feeling a little sensitive in his stifle or in his hocks or wherever the pain may be. Um, so they kind of, I kind of take both of their opinions together and just do whatever is needed for cutter barrel, whatever the discipline may be.
1: All right, you guys. Find that you're using different shoes on cutting horses versus barrel horses.
4: Um, no, actually, we nope. use the same too. Yeah, okay. I feel like I, I thought I would have so many different um aspects between the two because they're so such different disciplines. Yeah. But no, we just use we just use a light rim or light concave, whatever you want to call it, shoes. We put on mm-hmm. both. Um, yeah, pretty pretty standard, pretty simple. easy going. Um, usually all around fronts and hinds usually yeah so
2: yeah Hmm. so are you big on setting goals for yourself or your horses
4: um definitely but to an extent I would say um with my background and everything I tend to put a lot of extra pressure on myself Mm -hmm. so when I set goals for myself I take them very seriously like almost almost too seriously like I have a binder (laughs) Of day by day, from spring to summer, like what I'm going to be doing when I need to enter this, mm-hmm. what time I need to be running on a standard pattern by this time, like oh wow, <laughs> it's it's very yeah I'm very yeah I'm very anal that way um, yeah, but I mean yeah setting be. goals setting goals exactly but setting goals you can't you can't take it too far but you definitely got to push yourself so mm-hmm. I think fi- ha- finding a happy medium um somehow is best. yeah i'm yeah. still learning what that happy medium is yeah. for me really like um because i do not i work good under pressure but mm-hmm. mm, for my mental health probably not yeah, yeah i think you so. have to be okay with
2: like maybe not meeting all of your goals all the time mm-hmm. yeah it's but at exactly. least there's something to aim for and yeah. a good plan like a yeah. good plan to execute yeah. yeah like mini goals like if you want to win the super
1: stakes, i want to be running a 17 whatever mm-hmm. at this point yeah, yeah.
0: exactly or around there yeah Mm -hmm. so do you have any plans or goals in mind for 2020
4: oh gosh (laughs) (laughs) yeah I have I have lots um honestly though my main thing this year is I'm I'm turning 23 I haven't really
0: you're, like, since I graduated, you're just a baby I was like what I'm just a baby I'm <laughs> I,
4: didn't, I didn't say it like
3: I'm
4: so old <laughs> I was just like mm. since I graduated I haven't really I've just been I shouldn't say just I've been loping and really trying to um just be there for my parents and be a reliable employee and stuff and someone that the clients can trust and just reliable overall Like yeah yeah so this year I just really want to take a little bit of a step back and do things more for me I do really want to be able to go in rodeo instead of being um at the cuttings all the time every mm-hmm. single one because mm-hmm. there's lots of them and they're very time consuming yeah. and yeah. the past few years I've just been hauling my barrel horses to the cuttings and when we have 10 to 16 to whatever horses we have at a cutting show and they all get shown in a day and then I still have to go and work my barrel horses at night when everyone's getting food or sleeping because they've already worked it 14 or 15 hour work day yeah. I'm just I just want to focus more on my personal goals which is to rodeo more because I mean since I was a little girl I've always wanted to rodeo um I just haven't gotten the opportunity so well, I just want to take advantage of that now yeah so yeah. and like the whole even the whole thing was I that I said with goal setting like I just want to learn to let things go to not overthink it to trust myself and my training and stuff and just surround myself with good people and be a good person that other people want to surround me with. Like I find if I'm lifting other people up and I'm encouraging other people and saying, "You rock, you're a badass, you can do this." It makes me believe it about myself more too. Yeah. So, yeah. I think that's I think that's super important. Um yeah, I just <laughs> kind of want to enjoy the year maybe actually do a trip or something like who knows I might go wild and like not rodeo for two weeks and go and sightsee somewhere (laughs)
0: yeah nothing wrong with that that's for sure Yeah, Uh, and kind of going back to you saying like bringing people up, we just wanted to say a huge thank you. Like you have always been sharing our stuff and liking our things, and like ever since like the day we first started, and that was huge for us. It was really really nice to just like look and see like oh people are actually recognizing us, and so Mm -hmm. yeah, thank you so much for doing that.
4: Mm -hmm. Well, yeah, of course. I mean, in in the horse in the horse world, in the horse biz, like you have to. I mean, it's kind of. It doesn't seem like it in the barrel racing, but <laughs> in the cuttings and stuff, it is, it is kind of dying off and it, it goes through its waves of stuff. So I think we all just got to stick together. Like whether you're a timey or you're a cutter or cow horse reiner, or whatever it is, we all at the end of the day, we all, we all love our horses. So mm-hmm. yeah, why not support sure. yeah. each other instead of, Oh, putting each other down, you know, mm-hmm. like, yeah, definitely yeah. love it. So we usually
1: like to end off each podcast on a lighthearted or funny note. Do you have any funny, embarrassing, silly stories from the rodeo or show road that you oh want my to God. share? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. just,
4: I have, I have a lot of embarrassing ones. Um, but I think the funniest one is from when I was quite little And it's actually one of the stories that my parents were like, we knew you were going to stick it out and love horses for the rest of your life after this happened. Because (laughs) I had a little pinto pony named Peanut, and I ran this thing, and like I'm not talking trot like i out, ran this thing all over the farm all the time <laughs> like, i had my little western style on and i was like this thing was tiny i look at it now and i'm like i cannot believe <laughs> i was like a foot tall and loping around on this pony oh, my gosh. um we have this we have this big hill at our place and i would run him up to the hill and run him down the hill and i just thought that was the funniest thing yeah. well old peanut got sick of it <laughs> real fast so when I was running him down one time, he just kind of gave me a little chuck and fucked <laughs> so me off the side. And I rolled down the hill and I had fast beans all over my shirt. And I had a rash on my side. And he yeah. stopped at the bottom of the hill to eat grass. You know, typical pony fashion. I was <laughs> just so mad. So I took my pony and I was so embarrassed that I got fucked off. But I, I knew what I had to do. So I took my pony and I went to my dad and I was like, dad, peanut just." Fuck me off and you need to kick him in the belly. <laughs> what?
3: He needs a lick at you, you know?
4: That's hilarious. And yeah, my dad said he's never, he said he got a pretty good chocolate and he's like, yeah, she might, she might make it. And that's her first instinct when she gets fucked off, back and roll and bring it to death. Yeah, yeah no give kidding.
1: Lunch. Give it shit so I can get back on. Yeah.
3: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's so exactly. cute. Yeah. yeah.
1: Aww. Oh, thank you for sharing that one.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so where can people find you on social media? And as well as like, if you wanted to give a thanks for your sponsors. Um, yeah. So
4: our classic performance horses page, we just have a Facebook page and it's Class performance horses. Um, and then myself, I'm on Facebook, just Carly Christensen. And then on Instagram, it's pretty simple too. It's just Carly.Christensen. Mm -hmm. um and then yeah sponsors this year um have been amazing i'm super excited i haven't gotten to announce a few just because it's kind of been in the works but um i have to do a shout out to zender ford they're a ford um dealership and spruce grove Mm -hmm. um and they generously sponsored me this year so i'm super thankful for them i'm gonna do a shout out on my instagram page and stuff so it'll be my sponsor highlight Mm -hmm. um and another another shout out to kathy with uh, Equestore therapy because yeah. so she's amazing, so <laughs> and literally, she like she is a wizard with Eddie. Like he is so quirky that it took her probably three or four times to let him work on her, and now he loves her. <laughs> <So, laughs>
3: um,
4: and then actually, very recently, it hasn't been announced either, but um Equastream Global took me on as well, so I'm super nice. excited about them. I didn't actually get a chance to chat about them in my. um aftercare and stuff but i, I just because i have it on i have the equestream bands on all the time okay. um, yeah um yeah i'm i'm super excited to be a part of their team it's to give a quick recap So i know i don't want to keep you guys on here too long oh no, God, <laughs> yeah keep talking it's all good. Cool. so the fetlock bands going um, they come in a set of two mm-hmm. i need to throw them around the cannon bone pastor bone or on either front or hind legs doesn't matter um, you can put them on both front, both hinds, or you can do the left front, right hind for a full body effect. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a 360 degree, low frequency um, energy field around the way is, that comes from the magnet. It's super cool. Mm-hmm. Like, the magnet just rebalances um, all of the minerals throughout the horse's system um, so they feel more balanced and it helps with arthritis, mobility, um, rehab, any inflammation or swelling, wind puffs and just their general well-being um Mm -hmm. I literally never leave my place without them my horses have them on 24-7 I only take them off when I'm working them Mm -hmm. uh and that's just so easy about them it's like you can literally chuck them on and you don't have to worry about it like they're not going to get hot um they spin like they don't get stuck anywhere I have horses that love to rip boots off (laughs) so the eggplants are super handy for that um yeah I mean they're awesome and I'm super excited about them I have a few well obviously Hoffman's is amazing and Mm -hmm. I'm super we're super excited to be on their team as well and yeah um yeah a lot more exciting things I'm running out of I'm running out of (laughs) things to say on the spot (laughs) but yeah I'm just super grateful for everyone like um up in stitches also she does super cool slinkies and custom blankets and tail bags and such um her name is Sue yeah she has facebook and instagram as well at up and stitches um yeah she's done some really cool ones like i saw one the other day that got a lot of likes on it it was
3: <laughs> it
4: was just like a weed leaf a marijuana leaf <laughs> yeah and tail oh my gosh i laughed so hard oh there's my donuts, gosh like there's sunflowers cactuses, like louis vuitton everything anything like <laughs> yeah everything and anything she loves to do it so okay. definitely hit her up but i, I the only ones i use i'm gonna check that out yeah
0: (laughs) maybe she can make us a horse poor one (laughs)
4: totally yeah no that'd be awesome but yeah um i have to do a shout out to my parents too because wouldn't be here without them (laughs) literally and figuratively (laughs) (laughs) um yeah they're great i'm just i'm just super thankful and and to you guys too. Thanks for having me on. It humbles me a lot that you guys even thought of me to have me on. <laughs> oh, thank
3: I love. You. I love no, the podcast.
4: I've listened to everyone um, oh. except the last one. I've, oh, I'm waiting you. till I go to a drive. I'm like, yeah, okay. Mel's is long,
0: but it bears, yeah, it's very like so much good information. You're gonna love it. It's a great <laughs> driving. I got line. so excited. Like I saw it was over two hours. I was like, oh my god. Like I did a little
4: dance. We were worried it would be too long, but
2: actually, I think no, that one.
0: Yeah, to share and we're he really enjoyed doing it he was too, so, so he's so funny oh my goodness <laughs> that's who we were actually going to meet when cole got his fingers ripped off yeah <laughs> loading up to go see yeah now. yeah yeah. Anyway. <laughs> yeah we're getting no. off track here yeah but, but thank you you know you're very
1: busy too so we will let you go but thank you so much for mm-hmm. um making time for us in your yeah. day yes and we cannot wait to launch this one mm-hmm.
3: yes yeah no
4: problem thanks i c- i cannot wait to listen to whoever else you guys have on. Yeah, I, I love it. And you girls are awesome. And yeah, definitely just keep doing what you're doing. Because I know people like me, I really appreciate it. I love listening to the podcast.
3: Thank <laughs> Aww, you. Thank you. Thanks.
4: <laughs> All right. You have a good night. Thanks. You guys too. Okay.
1: Bye. bye.
0: guys she was so sweet yeah. and i can't wait to watch her in fast eddie i can't believe how quirky he is <laughs> yeah. i know yeah. i never would have
2: imagined
0: yeah, yeah. and i want to hear her other nicknames she has for him that she didn't say <laughs> on the podcast. yeah we can <laughs> ask her that later <laughs> yeah that's for sure no
1: she had some great insight like mm-hmm. especially for being so young too like yeah. yeah i was yeah i was blown away with her mindset there and like even mm-hmm. we kind of addressed a question in the intro just about getting into barrel racing and like later on in life and mentally like what comes with that and
0: i think she like nailed it on the head with yeah. that one so yeah. like yes. for our listeners that just started barrel racing this girl has only been barrel racing for five years and she has a long list of accomplishments mm-hmm. she has a, like a super stakes for charity and derby under her belt so you guys can go and do it and i and she did say, like, she even did have, like, some struggles with confidence and stuff yeah. at the beginning. But... Mm-hmm. Yep. So you're yeah. not alone. Mm-hmm. No. Mm-hmm. And, you know, some of the girls that are winning there and, and killing it, they've been in your shoes. Yeah. And they've been in our shoes. And I, I really look forward to seeing that new horse of hers running the pattern as well. Yes. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. <laughs> so if there's anything that you w- can take away from this episode, I hope you remember to wiggle your toes And get rich or ride trying. (laughs)